This call may be recorded or transcribed. Great morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tarina, the finisher, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone online want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Anyone on the line want to say good morning? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. How good. are you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in here. I'm having some problems with my back, but outside of that, I'm just really good. <laughs> mm, okay. If maybe you could keep me lifted up in prayer, that would be awesome. It's my lower back. Yes, I will, Susie. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You too. God bless you. God bless you too. Good morning. Great morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Charmina the Finisher. I'm your greeting this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. My name is Eva Come on, I I got mixed up. I called the doctor's office. My appointment is tomorrow at two forty-five. And just yeah. Good morning, um, Yvonne. Yeah, okay, I'm on the call. <laughs> yes, he is, everybody. He's good all the time. Thanks for calling in as usual. God bless you. Have a great day, Yvonne. You too. Thank you so much. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. It's Brother Michael. May I please have a 
prayer request for uh, family, Ruth Wallace and Reggie Chapman, mother and son are being put to rest today. They mother both died and about a week. Yeah, they died about a week apart from uh, complications with COVID a couple weeks ago. Okay, and who's Pray the family family name? Uh, Ruth Wallace and Reggie Chapman. Reggie, huh? Yes, ma'am. Okay, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yes, thank you. Okay, God bless you. God bless you too. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Ryan, for Tuesday this morning, this is Charmina, the finisher. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Trimini the Finisher, and I'm your greedy this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, it's Jamaica. Jamaica, good morning to you. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. You have a great day, okay? God bless you. You too, thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning on this Triumph for Tuesday? Yes, hi, good morning. This is Catherine. Catherine, good morning to you. How are you doing this morning? I'm good this morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Yes, yes, ma'am. Good morning, Yvette. Yvette, good morning to you. Happy Triumph of Tuesday. Same to you. Have a great day. You as well. Thank you. Good morning. This is Danielle. Danielle, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you Happy doing this morning? I'm doing well. Happy Triumph of Tuesday. Happy trying for Tuesday to you. Good to hear your voice. You're welcome. Great to hear yours. (laughs) (laughs) Have a blessed and awesome day. Thanks for calling in. Thank you as well. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Serena. It's Rochelle. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Happy Drive for Tuesday, Shell. How are you doing this morning? I am blessed. I am blessed. Can I put um, one of my son-in-laws on um, the prayer list for today? Okay. His name is Alonzo Gaskins. Alonzo? Alonzo, uh-huh. Okay. And he has um, uh, some issues with his heart. He has fluid and stuff on his heart. So just praying for his strength and for God to um, do what he do. Be Jehovah Rapha that he is. Okay. All right. And lift the spirits up because he's a little down for him to be sick at a young age. Okay. Thank you. Love you. Love you too. 
Okay. I'm going to go ahead and get started this morning. I need everyone to please put your phones on mute. Hello, my name is Termina DeFinish, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of March, where a monthly theme entitled Radical Relationships. All of the declarations will focus on the importance of having radical relationships concerning the will and plan of God, which allows us to walk and live with purpose. There is one announcement today. Please join us for TNT Bible Study with Pastor LaBelle Jones tonight right here on the call from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There is no prayer request from the app, but we do have two spoken prayer requests, and one is from um, Susie. Please continue to lift her up in the prayer of her healing of her lower back. It was three, I'm sorry. And the second one is from Brother Michael. Um, uh, a mom and son had passed away. Please live with the family of Ruth and Reggie um, as they go in um, through grieving and, and bereavement, bring healing to them. Also, from uh, prayer request from Rochelle, praying for the son-in-law of Alfonso, um, praying for his heart, um, of healing of his heart and strength, and lift up his spirit. Thank you so much, everyone, for the prayer. Order of the card is prayer and corporate praise, Brother E.K., declaration, Jerry Dean. Then we go right and close the comments, hosted by the Clare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Brother E.K., Declaration, Geraldine. Then we go right to close the comments posted by Declare. The scripture for today is from Galatians 5.13. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute. Until I start to come off mute, I now pass the call over to the prayer warrior, Brother E.K. Everyone, please have a safe and awesome day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Wow, praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Bless your name, God. God, we give you glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Fathers, we come to you this morning, first of all, saying thank you, Lord. Thank you for touching us this morning with your finger of love. And thank you, Lord God, for opening up our eyes to the beauty of this world, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for allowing us just to have uh, 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 roofs over our heads, Lord God. And thank you for clothes on our backs. And thank you for the accoutrements of the world, Lord God. Thank you that everything that we needed that yet thy hand has provided for us, oh God. God, Father, we come to ask now that you would forgive us of our sins, sins of omission and sins of, of commission, things that we've said and done uh, intentionally, Lord God. God, th- things that we've done and, and, and said and actions that we, we've we uh, done at work or to a coworker, if we hurt somebody, Father, we ask that you would forgive us and then make us right, Lord God. Uh, purge us, oh God, of things that are not of you, things, uh, Lord God, that don't represent you, Lord God. 
continue to create in us a clean heart and renew in us a right spirit daily, Father God. And thank you, Lord God. Thank you for the 180 change. We thank you for the 180 turnaround, Father God. Those things that are not of you, God, we ask that you would pull them up by the root, Lord God, so that they would cause us not to sin anymore in those areas, Lord God. God, as you are perfecting us, as you are pruning us, Lord God, uh, give us the strength to continue on with our Lent journey, Lord God, as we give up and sacrifice things for you so that we could focus uh, fasting and praying, Lord God, that we could become closer and stronger in you, that we can give up some of our bad habits and some of our stinking thinking, Lord God, that we can place our minds on you, Father God, that we will continue to bind our mind to the mind of Christ so that we can truly be your disciples, Lord God. Wash us, wash us, wash us. The word says, wash us with hip-hop, Lord God, and we thank you, Father God. Father, you are the most high God and that you are the one who appoints and that you are the one who calls and you are the one who equips and you are a magnificent God and you are the one who builds up and you are the one who exalts and you are the one who humbles us, Lord God. And I thank you for your sovereignty. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your grace, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that it chases us down and that it follows us, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God. I want to I want to thank you for covering our leaders and thank you for covering our members on this prayer call, Lord God, and declaring victory and everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord God. Uh, God, and we, uh, 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 we loose uh, love and joy and peace and safety and protection over everyone under the sound of my voice uh, and that's the connected with declaring the victory, Lord God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, and we give your name glory. We thank you. We appreciate you being the God of our salvation, and we thank you for our very salvation, Lord God. Keep us is our prayer, our daily prayer. Keep us that our testimonies, uh, that we would be your ambassadors, that we would be your walking and talking billboards, that we would magnify your great name, Father God. And we thank you, Lord. Lord, there were those that are uh, that have prayer requests, those that are sick, Lord God. We ask that you would move by your power there. Those that are dealing with mental health issues, Lord God. Uh, you are a true healer and living God. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are the Jehovah Nisi. I want to thank you, Jehovah Nisi, for being our standard, Lord God, against the attacks of the the tactics and the attacks of the enemy. Uh, that that the enemy may try to infiltrate against us uh, as your Christians, Lord God, as as saved individuals, Lord God, as kingdom citizens, that He has no power, Lord God, and I bind and rebuke the enemy and the plan to kill and steal and destroy. And I put him uh, to flight in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that he would be under our feet, Lord God. And I pray, Father God, for each and every declare, each and every prayer warrior, each and every household, each and every church that is open in your name, each and every prayer group, each and every uh, uh, assembly that is Lifting up the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you so very much, Lord God. Bless uh, Dion, Lord God, and, and her children, her household. Uh, continue to bless, uh, bless every everyone. Double portion for your pastors, Lord God, that are uh, preaching your word and that are leading these congregations and leading us, uh, Lord God. Continue to bless, Father. We ask you to uh, our young people that are. Uh, about to come home for college on spring break and those that are making it 
continue to supply every one of their needs, their financial needs, their mental health needs, Lord God, all of their needs, Father. We ask special blessings uh, uh, on the, the family of uh, Timothy Poston, uh, Lord God, and, and his the loss of, of, of him, a sudden heart attack, Lord God, bless his family, Father God, uh, and continue to bless his children and all those uh, connected with him and his household, Lord God, and the Mount Calvary Church in Fairfield. Continue to bless them, Lord God. And Father God, we just are so grateful and thankful to you, Father God, as we begin to take our phones off mute and to celebrate your great name, as we begin to give your name glory and honor and take our phones Thank off mute and magnify you, Thank you. 
who often um, uh, have a word here many times. I'm sure the declares, we sit and we ponder over these words. It's not something that we just go in and just pick up. We uh, really have to have an ear. If you can, please check your line to make sure that the phones are mute. So that way we can go into our lesson. I'll give you a moment to do that in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So where we are starting on today, if I had to pin the message on today, we're going to go, our foundational scripture is uh, based out of Genesis 4. We're going to start at 1. But I want to give you a, just, I want to just set a scene up for you so you can see how radical relationship started from the beginning, from the beginning of time before we were even thought about. There was some, a scene here that really caught my attention, and I pray that I can present it in a way. Are you praying with me on this morning so that way this word will touch your very soul, that it will go down to the marrow of your bone as it did mine? So our foundational scripture is Genesis 4. We're talking about today a murder that took place. If I had to pin the relationship, pin the um, sermon note on today, our scripture title, and also the uh, theme of the um, of the message is murder was the case, a petty jealousy act. It started long before this event took place, so I will go into our lesson on today. If you could, we'll start at uh, verse 2, or chapter 2, I'm sorry, chapter 2 and 1. So the earth with its atmosphere was finished, and everything worked together in harmony. Then on the seventh day of the week, God stopped and enjoyed what he had made to rest in the beauty of it all. So he blessed the seven day and set it apart as a day of spiritual refreshment and joy, a memorial of creation. Amen. We uh, celebrate that seventh day where, where he rested. Saturday is considered the seventh day. To some, it's called the Sabbath. And Sunday, we are using it as worship. In brief, this story of creation, when God made the earth and the sky, only after man was expelled from the garden and told to work the soil, were cultivated plants and herbs grown, and God did not send rain to water the earth until after the flood. As we go down to uh, verse 8, God arranged a special garden for man to live in. The garden was located in an area called Eden, the place where the garden, the place where the first man made his home. In this garden, God not only placed trees for food, 
but also ornamental trees, most beautiful to look at. In the middle of the uh, garden, God placed the tree of life, and not far in the distance, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, by which he would test man's love and loyalty. If you want to, you can write, he tested man's love and loyalty. If you you have your pens, because like I said, it's a lot for us to gather in one, but I want to do the best I can. There's a river. There was a river flowing through Eden, which helped water the garden beyond the garden. It's branched into four small rivers. The name of the first was, uh, I want to say Pishon, but I will say, I'll leave that, <laughs> which made it its way through the region known as Havilah, where people today, Moses' uh, day, go to find gold. The gold there is uh, some of the best, a sweet-smelling risen of perfume in the air, precious stones such as onyx and abundant precious stones. The second river was called Gihon. It made its way through the entire region of Cush. The third river called Tigris was east of Assyria and the fourth river, Euphrates. God placed men in this special garden called Eden to tend and to keep it beautiful. He told men, you may eat of every tree in the garden, but there is one tree whose fruit you mustn't eat. Say mustn't, M-U-S-T-N-T, eat. This will test your love for me. You must choose between good and evil. If you decide to eat from this tree, you will have chosen evil and you will have to die. So as we go, we see here, God's original plan for man was good. But how many of us know that Satan is so busy that he tries everything that he can to mess up the plan and also the hand of which God had created these beautiful people. Everything was beautiful in this garden. Many of us have been tested in our faith and our love, our loyalty. Talks about loyalty here on this morning. What is your lo- where's your loyalty? So as we go, Adam is now on the scene in the garden. He's there alone. And as Adam inspected and named the animals, this is at 20, all the animals and the birds, he noticed that all of them had a companion. He thought he might eventually see a suitable companion for himself, but there was none. That's when Adam first fell lonely. How many of you all know that loneliness will cause you to fall in desperate, as they say, desperate means 
for desperate measures. On this morning, Adam has created this beautiful place in his mind. He he sees a, a, a you know a, a plant, and he names it. He sees an, an animal, and he gives it. He calls them birds. He noticed that all of them had companions. He used the rib, and so God opened. I'm sorry. I'm going to just slide on down if you forgive me. He thought that he might eventually see a suitable companion for himself, but there was none. That's when Adam felt lonely. So God caused Adam to fall into a deep sleep. And while he slept, God opened Adam's uh, side. He took out a rib and closed the wound. He used the rib which he had taken from Adam to create woman. Then God woke Adam up and he introduced him to her. Isn't it amazing that Adam went to sleep and when he woke up, he had his woman there because God realized that he knew that Adam needed someone, a companion. He thought of everything that he could in this garden for his creation. He thought of it. Not man, even now, man is called themselves, they are cloning and all kind of dreadful things. Our food is now being created in hot, they call them in the hot tents or whatever they call those hot houses. You can't buy a real tomato hardly anywhere. Everything has gone organic. <laughs> yes. But God created it, and it was beautiful. It was beautiful to taste. So now we're jumping down as he has made it suitable. Woman is on the scene, and now he creates the marriage. If you want to know where marriage began, it's in Genesis 2, 23, when Adam saw her, he said, this is a companion to make man complete. She is my flesh and bone. She's like me, and she will be known as woman because she came out of man. That's why a man will leave his father and his mother and be united with his wife. And the two of them shall become one person. Not many days after Edom, Eve and Adam were living together and they were in the garden, I'm sure holding hands and kicking hands with each other, looking at all the different creations God had made, the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the moon up above. And that's what we call love. Adam and the woman whom he called Eve wore no clothes in those days, yet they weren't unashamed because they were innocent and covered with the light of God's presence. We're going into verse 3, and then I will slide over to 4. Of all the animals 
the serpent was the most beautiful and intelligent that God had made. Notice that uh, the serpent, this was the one that would be eventually where we're at today. Write down serpent, if you want. One day Satan used the serpent to speak to Eve. How many of you all know that uh, beautiful, fine man that most of us women are sent after we have been blood washed, (laughs) purged, washed, and clean. Here comes our pretty boy. He comes alone. Here's serpent. He speaks to Eve. When she came close to the forbidden tree, the serpent said, didn't God restrict your freedom by not letting you eat from any tree you wanted? He told him that you can eat from anything, any tree that was there, except for there was one. Eve was startled, but instead of fleeing, like many of us, you might want to put fleeing down because this is what happened. When you get in sin, I know there is a scripture that says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. And some of us need to run in the opposite direction. Satan, through the serpent, said, that's a lie. Uh Uh-uh. You know how he tells you? Oh, you can go ahead and eat that. Go ahead. Go ahead. And that's what she did. She ate of the fruit. Satan, through the serpent, said, that's a lie. You won't die. Tell him sin is not in. And if you sin and you don't get your life in order, you will surely die. This is in the now time. Keep sinning and you will see. Just as Adam and Eve ate from the garden and this tree that they wouldn't and should not, he said, you shouldn't, you mustn't was the word, you must must not is what we use because the words changed. As Eve watched the serpent eat the delicious fruit, she suddenly felt a strong urge to taste it. How many of you all know when you see the juice of, of an apple, that juice is the, but it didn't say exactly what the fruit is, so we're going to go with that. They they use an apple, but and they even call it the sweet, delicious apple where the juice rolls down your chin and, you know, all that good stuff. She reached out and she touched the fruit and nothing happened. Then she picked it up, took about, and instantly felt a surge of energy. Excited, she took more fruit and, and ran to find her husband. When Adam saw her, he sensed what she had done. Now here, Adam knew that Eve had done something. He knew. That's what the word says. He knew it. And so the penalty had already been issued before they had even known any anything 
they were told not to. How many of you all have done things in your, even now, even while in our adult age, even in our adult state? Let's just go and see the importance of where we're going from here. We know that as the scene goes, they are thrown out of the garden. They're restricted to go and work the field. In the cool of the morning, they heard God walking in the garden, looking for them. Adam and Eve ran and hid among the trees. God called to man, Adam, where are you? He didn't have to talk loud like many of us. You know how when our children are doing something, you holler, where are you? No, he just said, where are you? And Adam came out from among the trees and he said, I heard you coming and I was afraid. I was ashamed for you to see me because the light of your presence was gone. So I hid. How many of you all know if you keep sinning and if we keep sinning, let me put myself in the equation that we are and have a penalty to pay. He had told them what would happen as they had sinned. He told her that there were some things that was going to happen to her as she would give birth. And so the woman, he said for, that they was to hate it. He said, turning to the woman, God said, because you have sinned, and this is down in 16, like I said, it's a long message, but it's good. I promise you, I'm going to get into it. God said, because you have sinned, childbearing will uh, be very painful. And because you desire to control your husband, you will be subject to him. And God said to Adam, because you listened to your wife, when you knew better and you ate from the fruit, the tree I told you not to eat from, isn't it something when we have to scold our own children for things that they do and our uh, the husband is now being if if he's he's held guilty just like the wife. But God didn't carry their sentence that day. He told them he would plan to save them. Adam must sacrifice a lamb. Many of us need a sacrifice. We need a sacrificial lamb because we've been uncovered. That's why we put on all these clothes now. You see, some people is, is exposed so that it's causing enmity all throughout our history where women have become more and more open with their their uh, apparel. Everything is on display. It's become a flesh affair. Now this is when it gets thick because it's, we're going into our message. It's about Cain and Abel. Soon we're going to go to on to our uh, scripture, which is verse four. I mean, chapter four, and we'll go to uh, verse one. Forgive me, I got on my bad glasses on today. 
can't find my good ones. Soon thereafter, Adam slept with his wife and Eve conceived. She gave birth to a son whom they named Cain. She said, I have given birth to a man. Maybe he is the one who will break the power of sin and death. The next child was also a boy. They named him Abel. Amen. Abel grew up to be a shepherd and Cain became a farmer. Now we are in our message. Petty jealousy. These two boys born to the first man and woman of our time even now. Amen. We must always go to the Father if you have any question about whether it's good or whether it's evil. The meaning of this relationship is where you see the radicalness of what one would do where good and evil is still in effect. The meaning and significance of the story of Cain and Abel can be summarized into two points. First, it tells the competing ways of life of the two brothers, which are farming and herding, one who made no time for God and the other who made ample time. It tells us that even though we are busy making a living, paying bills and raising households, we should never lose time to communicate with God, for God is our ultimate provider. He is Jehovah Jireh. Second is the fact that mankind sin against God first and then against each other. In fact, the significance, because it tells us to be grateful to our Lord Jesus Christ for saving us from both these sins and remind us of the two very important commandments, and that is to love our neighbors as ourselves. I'm going somewhere with this message on this morning. I know that it sounds jumbled, but we often, many of us have not dealt with any type of case such as this one. This is the first murder. This is the first case where brothers, uh, one brother is mad at the other brother because of a, of an offering. You don't want to do the work. You don't want to put in the time with God. But he said on this morning, he said, I need you to go and show the people that if you make a sacrifice to live according to your, on your terms, he said, then I'll show you what will happen when you make your own sacrificial ceremonies and all this other stuff blowing on rocks and we got sand and we have slander and malice, hate, lying tongues, evil intention, recklessness. Yes, recklessness came in 
the camp. God is the God of a second chance, though. The story of Cain and Abel, while we find with tragedy, the story of Cain and Abel teaches us a valuable lesson about living with sincerity. Through their example, we learn how not just our actions, but our attitudes matter to God and how devastating sin consequences can be. It is only through God's mercy that we can learn to live with the simplicity and sincerity and the sincerity of God, not by human wisdom, but by God's grace and his mercy. Cain and Abel presents their offering. After Adam and Eve were forced to leave the Garden of Eden, they decided to start a family. While the exact number of children they had is unknown, the Bible tells us that there are first the first two boys named Cain first and then Abel. When they grew older, Cain worked in the field planting and harvesting crops, and Abel became a shepherd. And they began to reap the benefits of their new occupation. They decided to give offerings to God to show their gratitude for his offerings. Abel brought God the fatty portion of his flocks. Many of us, thank God, we don't have to have no sacrificial offerings to bring to God. We are asking for the first fruits and tithes, and we have many complainers. Many complainers about just your tithes. Here, they, they had to, they had a sacrificial offering. So as we know, the Lord said to Cain, why are you hungry and why are you dejected? If you're acting rightly, you will be accepted. But if not, sin lies in wait at the door. It urges, urging you. Rule over it. As they begun to reap the benefits of their new occupation, Genesis 4, 6, and 7 tells us, God always have a ram in the bush for us. But many of us choose to go in our own direction. If you know you're going in the wrong direction, even on this morning, can you turn around? Don't. Take the bait. Don't bite off the apple. You know what is right and wrong because you've grown and you're on your own. Pain. Because God was acceptable of the offering of his brother, Abel. Pain got so hot and jealous and mad and enraged like many of us. I saw a woman, <laughs> uh, and this just flashed in my head as I was thinking. She was in a drive through Maybe some of you all know her. If it's your family, I'm sorry. I'm just using it as an example. Please let me throw out my disclaimer. <laughs> but she was in the drive through at a restaurant. And her anger to move ahead, like many on the freeway now, 
They want to get in front of you. They want. They got somewhere to go. I need you to move out of my way. I want to plow everybody down. I don't want to take my time, but on this morning, the Lord wants to remind you. Don't you get jealous when you see your brother or your sister rising to the occasion. Some of us don't spend time with God like we should because we are busy and hot at our pursuit for happiness. But we also know that serving the Lord will pay off after a while. I promise you, even as Cain and Abel, here we are now. Cain is mad. He's, he's hot, you all. Just like many of us, I'll be glad when this subject is over because I got to go. I got things I got to do. Yes. God then said to them, what have you done? Cain gets so mad that he kills his brother. (laughs) Even took time, like many how many of you all know that you can't hide a body? I don't care what you do with it. You cannot hide a body. You got to bury a body. And many of us, he said he buried our sins in the depths of the sea. And he carried us far away, as far as the east is from the west. He's renewed our transgressions. He said, so now go tell of his mercy and, and, and tell of his grace on this morning and walk in his liberty and live in the awesome light of his love. You're free on this morning. Not like this one here. Now Cain has done the wrong thing like many of us. But it didn't just start there. It started back in the Garden of Eden. When Adam and Eve sinned, sin fell upon those children. Oh, yes, it did. Many of us have children that are out of control. If they can't get their binky or whatever they, whatever they, you know, get your iPhone or your iPad or whatever, they want it. And they'll do anything they need to do. They'll kick you. They'll bite you. But God said on today, we've got to get back to the plan, the plan of salvation that God originally intended us to be in. Here we are now. Murder has taken place. And pain, just like many of us, when we commit a sin, we act just like we didn't do nothing. The Cain's offering was not acceptable to God. He saw no need for the sacrifice of blood. He believed that offering the fruit of his, of his labor was all that mattered. When Cain realized that God was not pleased with the offering, he was not only became upset with God, but he blamed his brother as well. And as time went on, he became increasingly angry. 
So God said to Cain, why are you so angry? And why is your face so distorted? You know how many of us, you know how we have the angry face? If you have done what you have been told, wouldn't you your offering have been accepted? If you insist on doing things your way, you open the door for sin to control you. With my help, you could master this. With the help of God, we can master even the areas of our weakness. This is all this story is saying. This is radical relationship. It happened in our parents' life. And so guess what? Some of the sins of our father, this generational curse, have to be broken off of the people or it continues to go into the next generation and the next generation and the next generation as God told Adam and Eve. But because he was so mad, but Cain did not listen to God. He didn't listen to God's counsel, like many of us, or ask him for help. Instead, he asked his brother to meet him in the field. And when they met, he turned on Abel and he killed him. Many of us, we just like the sheep being led to the slaughter in some of our lives. You refuse to sacrifice what God originally made it so easy for us. And sin got in the camp. Now, he, he didn't went out, and he didn't told his brother, here, come on, you know, meet me out in the field. Hmm. Isn't that how Satan do? He's going to bring you on his turf. My God. But Cain did not listen to God's counsel. And God spoke to Cain again. Cain, where is your brother? Where is your brother? I'm asking you on this morning, where is your brother or your sister? That you said that was my ride to die? <laughs> yeah, I had experience on that this last few weeks. My God. Where's your brother? God said, what have you done to your brother? His blood is crying out of out to me from where you killed him in the field. <laughs> I know you think that you got away, but you didn't get away. Because Elroy, the God that sees, see everything. You might be flying high right now. You might be doing good right now. But God see everything, thanks to God. We can't hide. The songwriter said, you can't run and you can't hide. He said, so what have you done? From now on, the soil which you have been so responsive to, you will not be as fruitful because I am cutting back its power to produce. And as a result of your rashness, your family 
will never fully trust you again. And you'll be a lonely man wherever you go and will be treated as a stranger wherever you live. How many of you all know, even as we go here, it was murder. It was, it was just pure murder. We are in, today we're talking from the Department of the Special Victims Unit because Cain felt like there would be no, you know, nobody saw him. How can you know that your brother was there? Not Did you not think that you were going to get away with it? Did you think you were going to get away with it? Did you think you were going to get away with it, thanks to God, on this morning? Don't you know on this morning the blood of our brother is crying from the ground? What have we done? No. Mm -mm. The felony of murder rule is often justified by its supporters as a means of preventing dangerous felonies. But the case of Cain and Abel, murder is the unlawful killing of another human justification or valid excuse, especially the unlawful killing of another human with malice and afterthought. Thanks to God on today. We have had enough. Radical relationship causes us to go into radical study of the word. That's where we should be at so we can know why we're here today. A lot of the things that happened back then, some of it has trinkled into our own lives. Some of our fathers and our mothers weren't the greatest examples, but there's a place called Forgiveness Heals. And on this morning, I'm asking you, whatever you've been holding on to, do you mind on today? We hear, we're in the court of justice on this morning. I'm asking you on this morning, repent on today. Let's not carry the weight of sin into the next generation. Don't bore another baby and the sin and the stench of sin is still there. We have an opportunity because he is a God of a second chance. And many of us have had many chances to get it right. What you going to do? What is this the, the story of, of this lesson plan on today? Where did it fit in your life? Although the Bible does not explicitly state how Cain erred in uh, presenting his sacrifice, we can draw a conclusion based on what uh, it does not tell us. The fact is that Abel God the fatty cat. So I'm saying to you on this morning, as we go into our next part uh, in the next segment of this lesson, I pray that the word of God came on this morning to find you. How and what are what what type of sacrifice are you bringing to God? Is it just word of mouth? Are you getting the best of the, uh, of your of your sacrifice, we have to take time, thanks of God. It's time. And so as the story goes on, so 
Abel is now gone. Meanwhile, Adam and Eve had a third son and they named him Seth, which means substitute. It's just like when Isaac was presented on the mount. He was a sacrifice. He had a sacrifice. He had the ram in the thicket. Some of you all need the ram. And Cain goes on to live in the place. It's called Nod, N-O-D. That is a place where nothing but, he lived like a vagabond, just going from place to place. Are you going from place to place? Just like myself. When our sister Angela spoke on last Tuesday, it was a thought-provoking message. Not only was it thought-provoking, but it gripped at my heart. It brought me to tears on that day because I realized I'm a sinner saved by grace, and that's it and that's all. All of us have sinned and fallen short. If you fail, it's a great place on today to get it right and start in a, in a new position. Give God that uh, time that he's asking for from us. So we know where it all begins. Murder is what we call this message on this morning. Murder was the case. I don't want to get caught. And I don't want to have innocent blood on my hand. I'm ordained to call to this call. And if I said anything or done anything that it caused you to think, or I might have said a little something, a little off on this morning, forgive me on this morning. Remember, I'm a sinner saved by grace, and I'm, I'm asking you on this morning, I need your help. Are you your brother's keeper on this morning? You are. And I thank you on this morning. As we open the call up to love, life, and victory, for those of you who did not get to say good morning, this is a great opportunity. I pray that the word came to heal this morning. God bless you. And thank you for your time. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Sunshine. Hi, Sunshine. How are you today? Fine, thank you. God bless. God bless. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Is there anyone? Good morning, Mama. How are you? I am great. Thank you. How are you? Awesome today. I'm I'm awesome. I'm yeah, gonna get in there though. <laughs> I'm awesome too, Ladybug. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. <laughs> you have a great one. Yes, yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is a new day. No more innocent blood being shed. Hallelujah. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Tuesday. Hey, hey. God bless everyone hey. on the call. Have a great day. Thank and you. you Thank you. Great decoration. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was a lot. I know. It was a lot. But I just wanted to kind of give a, a, a build up of what was going on. Good morning. Good morning. It's okay for you to say hello. Good morning. Let us know you're on the call this morning. 
Good morning, beautiful. This is kind Kim. I love everybody. I am my brother's keeper. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Thank you. We have a brother's keeper on the line on this morning. I'm my brother's and my sister's keeper at this point. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God on this morning. Good morning. This is Monica, and I am my brother and sister's keeper, literally. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Many of us have um, had things that they pledged, and, um, you know, they pledged all kind of different things. <laughs> but are you pledging your brother to be your brother or sister keeper on this morning when you see someone in error that you can go to them in love and say, hey, you don't want to do that. There's a penalty for our actions and our attitudes on this morning. Good morning. How are you? And this, uh, is there anyone else who want to say hello or good morning today? Hello, hello. Good morning, Mama Geraldine. This is Moxie. Hey, Miss Moxie, how are you? I am good. I am so good. Great declaration, too. Okay, good I'll morning. Be, uh, well, you know, I'm my brother and my sister's keeper on this morning. When you're hired for a job, you got to do the best that you can. You do the best that you can with the help of God. The biblical book of Genesis, Cain and Abel are the first two sons of Adam and Eve. Cain then murdered Abel out of jealousy, whereupon God, uh, God punished Cain. Is there anyone in the room on this morning that you know that you're in a place and there's sin that was committed and you want to just be free from that sin so you can live and not have to live with the stain of guilt and shame. Is there anyone in this room on this morning? If you want to, you can say good morning. It's okay. We're still on the on the good morning part. We haven't opened it up quite yet for the uh, love life of this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good morning, family. Good morning, my sister. I love you, my brother. I love you. Thank you for all that you do here. We appreciate you. And love you. Love you too. God bless. Is there anyone else on this morning? I'm not uh, in my radical state. You know, normally I'd be off the chain. I might have my gold chain on and my boom box on my on my shoulder. But this morning, the Lord told me, He said, I need you to come in low. Good morning. <laughs> hey, sister. Hey, sister Derek. You know this, Jagger. I love you. That's all I want to tell you. And you taught us on this here morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Great declaration. Hi, Juanita. God bless Hi. you on this morning. Thank Good you. morning. Good too. morning. Good morning. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is so unique. That was absolutely beautiful and right on point. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our relationship. What are we doing with our relationships? My God. Oh, God. Help us, oh, God, on this morning. Show us the way, oh, God, on this morning. 
is there anyone else before we uh, move right on into our love life and victory portion good morning it's jubilant juliet good morning my sister good morning beautiful woman of god thank you good morning praise god on this morning so we will we want to thank you for those who did not get a chance to say good morning. Is there any uh, newcomers that are on the line that haven't got a chance? Uh, you can unmute your line and say hello. If you are, this is your first time and you've never been on the line, normally we ask you to mute just to make sure that there's no interference. Uh, since we are recording these calls, it's uh, we want to keep it keep the integrity of the call. So that's the reason for us muting the lines because once the too many lines are open, it kind of gets real um, airy out there. Is there anyone else before I move forward? It is now 710 and we're gonna get you in and out on this morning. I know that the call has uh, gotten a little bit more shorter because there's others that are in, in the, um, back in the workforce and, if you would uh, take a moment, I do hear background noise. If you can, um, mute your line. Someone has their windshield wipers on. If you know you have your windshield wipers on. Thank you. Okay, so we're gonna do the best that we can. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, we hear talking in the background. Thank you. Okay, so now uh, we go back into our uh, subject topic was murder was the case, jealousy, and envy. He had uh, threw out some words to me and I, I was like, man, slander, malice, hate, lion tongue, evil intention, recklessness. There was a case. Pain should have been taken for murder, but instead the punishment got through him and, and sent him away. He took him to the land of Nod. It's a place mentioned in the book of Genesis of the Hebrew Bible located on the east end of, uh, of Eden. And when Cain was exiled by God after Cain had murdered his brother, the land of Nod had long been a go-to for the modern children. It's officially been absorbed and, and now uh, Nod is a place where children, not children, excuse me, forgive me, Okay, so anyway, the land of Nod was a place where um, Cain was sent. In this place, he just lived there. He was just going from place to place. Some of us have heard the story of a stranger traveling through. He was what they called a vagabond, going from place to place. Cain, at the age of 730, he, he died, leaving his corrupt descendants 
spreading evil on earth. According to the book of Jubal's, Cain murdered his brother with a stone. Afterwards, Cain was killed by the same instrument he used against his brother. His house fell on him and he was killed by the by its stones. Is there anyone that has anything in this message that it bobs some thought to your mind? You may speak at this time. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, it's a little noisy. I have two of my granddaughters this morning, so bear with us. But thank you for your share, sis. I always love to, to hear you. You said so much. But when you were t- talking about how, um, the, the, you know, because we don't know the fruit and everybody can kind of make up their own to how it went down in the Garden of Eden, I'm thinking about how the snake presented himself. Um, and you're right. I think about how beautiful and you get um, beguiled and caught up in the trickery of that six foot six, you know, handsome man or that little woman with that little snatched waist and how you can get caught up if you're not careful. And then when you were talking about how Cain, I mean, you said so much this morning, um, Murder was the case. It's funny how we're on relationship, radical relationship, and and even the difficult relationships and the the um, betrayal and just the jealousy and the envy and all how it all goes hand in hand and how we are really we really are supposed to be as believers. Um, a Sunday apostle and Ricky J talked about community and about um, just the same subject matter as far as just relationships and when things go bad and when there's, you know, how we have to show up even um, if, if you've been hurt or offended and you still have to, knowing somebody has tried to kill you or take you out, you still have to, still have to show up and love through that. In radical relationships, I'm learning, and I know with what you shared this morning, it just makes me think about how we have to, even if somebody has hurt us or tried to literally take us out of here, the part of us that know to really know that we're believers, we got to love in spite of what they've done. I hope that makes sense. And the church hurt part, when you have been so hurt and you don't want to go back and you want to stay away and you want to go into isolation, that's exactly what the enemy's job is. And so you can get caught up, and I know I'm probably rambling, but you got to be careful of what we allow to beguile us and to get us caught up so that we're, we, you know what I mean, we, we fall off of what we're supposed to do. So I thank you, and I hope that made sense. I'm going to have to um, get this egg cooked for these girls, but I want to just tell you, Sister Jerry, thank you for showing up all the time and for giving us food for thought because you see how quiet it is. I know it got me really thinking about a whole bunch of stuff from the very beginning. So I love you, and thank you. Right. Uh, Sister Didi, the one thing about uh, these messages, they're only thought-provoking just to make us think. You know, most of us all think that we are all good. And you know, in your heart of heart, you said some things. And then, and it's it's not only about the sacrificial offering of what you're bringing to God, but what are you doing to people? Where is your part in here? Where is your part in this in this this lesson? Many of you all sit there as if, oh, that they're not talking about me. 
and it was kind of jumbled up. But I wanted you to see where the original sin started with Adam and Eve. And not only did the sin start there, it went right on to their children and their children and their children. So a lot of us came in families where there were things that was done. It was They were done to us. The sins of our fathers and mothers, some of that stuff has trailed into our lives, and it's got us all messed up. And you won't, even God asked, Cain, where is your brother? I don't know where he is. Come on, somebody, let's speak about this. It, 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 this shouldn't be a cold subject. It's a, it's a subject of thinking. It's not to come to harm you. It's coming to help us. That's Good morning, Mother Barry. Good morning. Good morning. Man, you you got a lot of people. You didn't you didn't come in with your gold chain, your beatbox, but you sure came in spitting lyrics. So, you know, that's why we all sitting here looking. But um one thing is as I visualize, um, you know, Cain and Abel, um, <clears throat> one of my senior pastors used to always say, Don't let the blood be on your hands with your self righteous self. And when you think about that, um, a lot of times um, we kill people with uh, our opinions and our thoughts and whatnot, even though we don't physically choke them out or, or, you know, kill them, but we're still killing them with um, our opinions and slandering them and whatnot. And we have to turn that thing around instead of um, killing them, build them up. Not because, like you said, you talked about the the jealousy, the envy, the strife. No one has nothing better than you or anything that you can't get. We're all children of Abba Father. He does the same. He's no respecter of person. So the same gifts that he pour into you, he'll pour into someone else. So we don't have to be self-righteous as if someone is better or does something better than us. We all have the same grace um, that he expounds on us. Uh, and you also talked about um, the forefathers, and I have a, a niece, and she's my only blood niece, um, that because of um, the things that were said around her by her family, her mom, who really doesn't care, we don't have a relationship. Never did anything to her, never any of that case, but because of someone else, their opinion influencing someone, that destroyed our relationship. So it, it, it matters. Even the little things that you say can kill a seed that's in someone um, that's connected to someone else. I hope that made sense. Um, I mean, Dee just be rumbling. But it does. When you look at the whole picture, um, you have to be careful that the blood is not on your hands, that you're not slandering and killing because you, you just don't know. You just don't know. It might be that one person that you're separating them from, they might be able to help them down along the line because you're all connected in some kind of way. Right. And and because, Sister, we are uh, speaking about radical relation, radical relation uh, is a relationship is this. Here we see the radicalness of what a sin Many of us, we feel now in this time, we've arrived. Listen, we just because you made it through the pandemic, <laughs> uh-uh, we still got some work to do. Thanks to God, 
it's people. I, I, I mean, literally, they, they decided we, we're never going back to church. They the church. They doing their own thing. They don't feel like there need to be community worship. For what? I was without you all for three years, but soon as Johnny stubby his toe, you gonna call me and ask me, could you go down in prayer? Cause Johnny done stubbed his toe. We're talking about the relationship of a mother and a father. That we're talking about the ones that God created in the garden. He, there was a sin that took place by the biting off of that apple. And then it went from there. He told her what would happen. He bruised the heel and the head. And he also told them that your children, you're going to suffer in birth. A scenario that was there, maybe it didn't sound like it, but God knew the plan. He knew that Adam and Eve, he said he wanted to see what their loyalty and love was to him. Where is your loyalty on this morning? I realize that we have gone back to work, but have we all just quit and just jumped out the car? Have we all just gave up and that's it? We're done. We're back to work. We good. What it's saying is that we spend more time in our daily living, building our houses, building our businesses. But are you really truly taking time out with God? When are you getting in there? When is your study time? I thank God for the lesson on today because it taught me something. It didn't just happen with my mother and father. It happened to our forefathers. The same thing that we do now in our lives, a lot of it is trickled down from what happened back then. Amen. So on this morning, these messages come to help you. Not to harm you, they're there to give you the plan, let you look back. You can always go back and look back on the word. Just look back on it. It's something to think. He said that he wants us to share our information, just to give you a plan on today. This is just a thought. This isn't what I, you know... Because if I had to do it, I probably would have went another way. So, Jerry. Is there anyone else? Yes, ma'am. I wanted to say, when you were talking about, you know, how we have, you said the womb is going to be cursed, and, you know, we have to go through the childbearing, and it's horrible. But not just that part. Um, For later in life, we were just talking about this, too. Some of us um, on the Marriage Matters call, we were talking about how we're not, well, not all of us, but sometimes we're not prepared for the after part of it, right? You go through the pain in childbirth, but then there's this thing called menopause, and it's also another part of, to me, it's a curse. Because when you're not prepared for it, it makes me think about back in the, you know, days of, even in the early Bible days, remember they were putting, made, uh, women, got, they, it made women, they think thought women were crazy, and they were putting them in asylums and stuff, because the body was changing. And so when you didn't understand that, and I was thinking about when you were talking about also falling away, and you're right, there are so many people who have stopped going to church, don't even watch it online anymore, but you're exactly the same thing happens when you kind of get in your own head, and, and the minute you stub your toe, you're either running back 
to church or you're getting back on Declare Victory, it all goes to what you said. I mean, this message this morning, and I know I'm rambling because I'm getting so many different pieces and checking myself as well. This morning when I woke up, I said, oh, my God, Holy Spirit, I haven't really been spending time with you because I'm getting up, jumping up, getting ready for the baby to come. My mama got an appointment. But that intimate time that I really need to spend with him, and it's not just getting on Declare Victory. It's not just going to church on Sunday or watching online. It's really spending one-on-one time with him. So I, I just want to share that. You know what? I, I thank you, Sister Didi. Let me tell you, this is what is uh, what we have to also be careful of what we're naming our children. I mean, I know they, they're they cute names. There's a lot of names, but um, Cain's name uh, means a, a possession, a spear. The firstborn son of Adam and Eve, he became a tiller of the ground, and his brother Abel followed the, in pursuit of pastoral life. The, you, heard the, you heard that, right? He was a tiller of the ground. And Abel followed the pursuit of pastoral life. Listen, being a minister of the gospel, a pastor of the gospel, having to have the 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 the, the weight of ministry on your shoulders—it's a lonely walk, thanks to God. It ain't like you gonna have no boatload of friends. See, when you doing your uh, thug fizzle, you got like a million and three gazillion friends. You can, you know, every day, y'all, you know, oh, we in the Bentley, we in the, you know, we riding in the roads today, yeah, you know, whoop, 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 and we doing wop, wop, wop. But the moment that you have to dedicate any sacrificial offering to God, why do you got to think about it on today? Just your breath that you got in your lung this morning is enough to make you want to get on here and scream and holler. Yeah. We so caught up in our man, uh, man-made situation here because this is just a man-made world right now we living in. He was selling self-willed, haughty, vindictive man, wanting the religious elements of his character and defiant, even in his attitude towards God. It came to pass. In process of time, probably on the Sabbath, the two brothers presented their offerings to the Lord. Abel's offering was the first of his flock and of the fattest. He didn't go and just get, you know, one of the little little bitty ones. He got that one that was thick, more meat on it. While Cain was of uh, the fruit of the ground, Abel was more excellent than Cain and was accepted by God on the account. Cain was very rough feelings of murderous hatred against his brother. Don't you know wherever your mind is, that's where your heart is, and wherever your heart is, in your heart you start developing all of this stuff, Mm, who she thinks she is, why she thinks she can heck. You know, I'm saying to you on this morning, out of love and devotion to God, listen, if people walking away, from ministry like 90 going north right now. They'd rather go back into their lives. I didn't see many pastors. I saw what, what and it's a friend, these are friends of mine. <laughs> he went on back into his, he down there singing, you know, take off your red dress or put it on or do something with it. <laughs> he, 
he didn't fail all the way back. Through the, you know what I'm saying? Because when the hands of God is upon you, it keeps you from out of getting in the red zone. When the hands of God is upon you, when you spend time with him, you're not so easily persuaded in foolishness. Right now, the world is showing wrong. And our motives as far as believers, we've got to come to a place, saints of God. We got to get our hearts in tune, saints of God. These lines were were uh, recreated by our beautiful sister to bring us to a place where we can hear the word as we're on our way to work. Don't you know that you, nowadays you need somebody? You can speak if you like. Go ahead. Yes. Yes. We need somebody on today. Is there anyone that you know that you came from a rocky road path and it still tends to mess with your head? Because on this morning, we're going to pray. We're praying. Since the message is here, got everybody quiet. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Because you, you said something and it kept hitting me, the land of Nod. The and land I had of to Nod. Go look, I had to go look it up and where Cain went. And it was like where he was sent to was like he, he lost his sense of belonging and his identity right. and his identity. And mm-hmm. he had no community and that and then I think someone mentioned about and you mentioned about jealousy and envy and the backbiting. And when that happens to you, it's just like you're being pushed away and you're being ostracized. And you're ostracized. being pushed out and you're just set back. And then you, you and it's like you go into a sheltered place. And that's your own community, and you you build up your own identity, and then you're like, well, you get to that, you get into yourself, and like you think you don't need nobody, you don't need nobody, you don't, mm-hmm. and you you it's become self righteous, self righteous mm-hmm. living. See, because right. one thing is this, I had I had this one, I had a lady was at service. Do you hear me? And this mm-hmm. is real business. I'm only speaking from what I know, not from what I've heard. And this person would come Sunday in and Sunday out, eyes wet, crying, falling out, bah, bah, bah. You know, I'm just broke, church, giving, then gave, da, 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 whoop, 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 we didn't help you, and da, 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 da. Honey, when they got their little, they little uh, crimpets, you don't even see them no more. They don't need you no more you something that very same attitude and it's a stench that is on the nation war has broke out not just rumors of war we talking about <laughs> it's war in your face okay as the old folks say on your face they walk around and, and as if we got it all together i'll be the first to tell you i'm raggedy and bear meat and I will give all my honor and glory to God. I have not arrived. I promise you. These messages, they sometimes you're like, God, why do, why do I have to say it? Because he'll trust you with it. Go ahead. I hear your uh, phone is off. It's funny, though. Um, uh, <laughs> um, this is funny, though. I just wanted to say, you know, like what um, Didi was saying, it all kind of boils down to, like, those the world we get so busy with the cares of the world or the the you know the the things of what 
going on is um you know even just the business busyness of our life so the busyness you know where we are that's the enemy's um weapon you know to keep us busy where we're not having that intimacy with God and where we're not having that intimacy that one on one um that you spoke about you know that we need that in order to keep us from falling you know that we know that if we get into that word that word will keep us you know and so that is is the main key is that the keep you know on that vine. he said if you abide in me i will abide in you so we had to continue to abide in the word um and have that intimacy relationship have that one-on-one that intentional study time you know and um place of time he said what what is your study time you know and that's my thing too is establishing that time along with god you know and um you know, we can have all kinds of excuses. You know, I'm so, I'm so tired. I'm about, you know, so whatever. But, yeah, we do need that. And I just thank you for your message this morning. Yeah. I really appreciate that um, uh, thought that you had there because uh, there is time, you know, even when we have to study. If this was a, a, a really, you know, we normally just get one word and we, we're cool, you know. <laughs> but... This, this, see, the words is gonna get more and more. Probably by the end of the year, we may have a whole, a whole uh, sentence going on. But right now, we have been on one word, you know, just the one word each for the whole two years of um, of us being in pandemic. We were just getting one word, but the Lord is is trickling out more because He desires more of us less of ourselves and more of him. I'm not saying that we are so heavenly minded. We're not earthly good because when you have to really go into the studies of the word, you don't have just one Bible. You have like a concordance. You got the, you know, you got the, the, the uh, ex- expository, baby. You didn't got a bunch of books and you over here like going in for real, you know, you got your NIV, you got the IB, you got the uh, TTT. I mean, you can just go, you got your Matthew Henry. This is stuff that we had to study. We had to go to class. Uh, Dee Dee would attest, she and I were <laughs> We were in class and we had one class where we didn't have a teacher. It was a virtual class. So basically you would get your lesson plan and at the end of that, on that next Friday, you had to have your thought. So the, what they're doing is they're they're looking. What we're doing is we're just throwing out nuggets. Nuggets. What are you catching? Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Good morning, Sister Jerry. This is Jubilant. Good morning. How are you, woman of God? Hello. Oh, this this conversation has been very rich. I was thinking about what the lady said before, just a few minutes ago, and what Dee Dee was saying as far as that relationship. Because when I think about Cain and Abel, um, first of all, Cain was the oldest was the oldest child, and God had um, already talked to Adam and Eve and said, you know, they would have a promised son, where that the, there was going to be a son that was going to come that was going to be, you know, they were looking at they were looking at their children as being what Jesus was going to do for us, I feel. And so you get your firstborn child and, you know, 
I was thinking that Kane was a little, maybe a little spoiled, maybe felt a little privileged, you know, being the oldest child, being the male child, you know, and um, so, you know, how you get caught up in that and think about Esau and, and too, you know, how Esau, he sold his birthright, <laughs> you know, for a bowl of lentils. So I feel like he was just caught up in, in just, in just, just being the firstborn son and you know, so that sometimes you get to that place where, and then you mentioned something earlier where you were saying how people feel like, if I just do, do um, you hear me? Hello? Hello? I can hear you, Jim. Can anybody hear yeah, me? we can hear you. Yeah. I was just thinking about when you were talking about how, you know how you people, once they get say they feel like, you know, they could just do whatever they want to do and they're going to steal. I just feel like he had that mentality. That's why he brought what he wanted to bring. Whereas Abel had a relationship with God, I feel like, you know, um, he, you know, and he brought what God, asked, you know, as a sacrifice, he brought what God required, you know, and so um, we got to be careful of that. I was also thinking about myself one time. I think I had one of those experiences. I know I had one of those experiences. I was um, when my children were little, and we left. I had left their dad, and um, God had blessed me with a sister from the church. Me and her, we we lived together, we raised our children, and so I went and started playing piano. or trying to play piano with the school for it, and then um, so she asked me one day, could she come and play on my piano? I was like, yeah. But she went on the piano, and it was like there was no work. She didn't have, you know, it was like something God had gifted her with that, where I was having to struggle, you know. And then I wasn't putting in the work, really. I wasn't really putting work. And I felt this spirit of jealousy just rising up in me, you know, to the point where I couldn't stand her being in my room. I couldn't stand her being, you know, I was thinking all these evil thoughts in my mind. And I remember God coming to me the same way he came. <laughs> he came to gain. He was like, you know, uh, you 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 know, sin is basically lying at the door. You know, you you allow yourself to get all anxious and angry and stuff like that. Yeah, she may be gifted with it, but you, if you put in the work, you can, you'll be able to play just like she does. And it was just like when I got that experience, it was like he, he took me right back to that moment of Cain and Abel, and I could just see how Cain decided to get rid of Abel because he wasn't willing to do what God wanted him to do. Anyway, I'm not just rambling, but anyway, I just wanted to put that point out. Hello? Juliet, this is Lori. I can hear you. I, I guess everybody else is still here. You're so quiet. <laughs> Hello? Okay. I'm still here. That's what makes okay. you. We're, we're here. I'm sorry. There is seven things that we need to know about uh, Cain. He worships in self-will. 
is angry with God. He refuses to bring a sin offering. He murders his brother. He lies to God. When God asks him, where is your, your brother, Abel? I don't know. I'm not my brother's keeper. Like us. He's a vagabond. Is nevertheless the object of divine solicitude. And, and what the Bible says about Abel, his name means a breath of vanity, a grassy place in the meadows. You know, like the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, leading me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. Oh, we can sing that song so beautiful, but do we really believe it? He is a second of Adam and Eve, and he was put to death by his own brother. This is what it's all about. It's about your anger. Why are you angry on this morning is what the Holy Spirit, he wants to know. Why are you angry? Because, see, let me tell you something. He told me to tell you this. Speak now or forever. Hold your peace. Because a day of reckoning is coming. If you don't never speak, you heard the word. And so you're responsible to apply what you are heard, what we hear on these on these lines, you can go back and read it for yourself. And if you know, it's a lot of uh, of, uh, of us that are here. They're very good at bringing a message, and and it's all organized. Are you there? And in the process of time, each of them offered up to God the first fruits of their labor. The blood of sprinkles is said to speak better things than Abel. And so I'm saying to you all, what is your sacrifice? What are you doing where God is concerned? And the description of Abel, he was a shepherd. Was not David a shepherd? Worshippers are the ones that causes the word of God to flow. We are on the front line as a worshiper. That's my number one call as a worshiper. I will sing on my back if I need to. I can get in the trenches when I need to. I'll pray your eyelashes off, as some of y'all say. I didn't cry my eyelashes off. Where are you? Where are you at? Worshippers in process of uh, time, the two brothers came in solemn manner to sacrifice unto Yahweh, Yahweh, our God. The only way that you can come to him is through the uh, son. He's a representative. Intercessions on our behalf. What offering are you bringing on this morning? Is what he wants to know. What are you bringing? What are you bringing? I'm almost through. I'm going to let you go home, go on and get into your day and pray that the word will slide right across your desk. It'll fall into your plate on this morning. God is looking. The nature of Cain. Cain was only sacrificing of an acknowledgement offered. Most of us will bring food, 
But God wants a sacrificial offering from us. What is your sacrificial offering? If anyone ain't afraid to say, go ahead, because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to continue to stay down in the word because I need to know more. I don't want to become angry and bitter as our, our new word. Is there anyone in here willing to share? Hey, Sister Geraldine. Yes, ma'am. Hey. How are you? Good morning. This is Gloria's Gloria. Hi, hi, hi there. Hey. hey, God bless you. Thank you for that word this morning. And I uh, thank God that my sacrificial offering is the blood of Jesus covering me. God help me. Help me to honor you. Um, that bitterness and all of that self self righteousness stuff can and will lock your life down and keep you from being able to enjoy and embrace the blessing that God has made of our lives, his purpose for our lives. And mine have been locked up for a very long time, but I thank God for Jesus. I thank God for deliverance. I thank God for radical relationship that has called me out. And I thank God that, that I know that we are, I am, I'm speak for me. Gloria is a work in progress. Thank God, but I am who God says I am. I can do what God Amen. says I can do. And I have what Amen. God says I have. And I thank God that his Holy Spirit is within me. And he continuously day by day, moment by moment is, is allowing me the opportunity to stir up the gifts that are in me, to make full use of the, of the, the, the power of God that's in me and the word of God that's in me to apply it to my own life first so that I can be used for him and by him to impact the lives of others. God bless you. I love you. And I thank God for you and that word this morning. Thank you, my sister. And that just, um, I really appreciate you being uh, the scholar that you have been to go in and, I mean, really chew the word of God. I mean, bringing it with clarity and uh, being able to be, you know, the, the fiery leader that God is looking for in all of us. Every one of us have a place and a position. It's where we're going to be able to uh, be trusted. He's looking for our integrity, saints of God. He wants to know, can he trust us? Where's your loyalty? Where does your loyalty lie where God is concerned? Are we always gimme, 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 gimme? I need, I need, I need, I need. What about, what are we willing to sacrifice on this morning? That's it and that's all. And that's the end of the word on this morning. I pray that it came to bless you. I pray that on this week that God will continue to speak in your ear, that he will pull your earlobes until you get it, until he, he keeps screaming down in your ear, asking you, where is your brother? Are you your brother's keeper? Are you really the brother's keeper? Are you a God chaser? Are you chasing after him? Are you chasing after paper? Most of us are paper chasers right now. We're trying to catch up with what the world system messed up. Listen, the TKO for us. Don't worry about it because God brought us through it. If he took us to it, he'll come definitely bring us through this. This is this might be a blessing in the skies for some of us. I believe that this time is is for such a time as this. We knew and we saw all of the shifts that took place in uh, this this ministry. So many ministries was birthed out of declared victory, businesses, and I mean you had time to work on your stuff. He gave you two years. 
and now we're coming off the hill of a two-year rest time, and now you have went into slumber mode. My God, on today, let us bow our heads and our hearts on this morning. Father, we thank you for the word. God, you truly have been good. I pray a blood covering around each and every one of us on this morning. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Wherever our treasures is, that's where our heart is. Father, on this morning, I'm praying that we will understand it's material stuff. But God's richly heavenly gain is more important. I'd rather have Jesus in this world than silver and gold. If I'm broke, I have no excuse. I just don't get back into the hole that I dug for my own self. We are, some of us are overexpended in our obligations. And so, Father, forgive us. I realize that you are Elohim on this morning. I know that you're the God that is more than enough. I know that you're Jehovah Nisi. Lord, we're waving our banner on this morning. El Shaddai. Thank you. Thank you, God. If there's anyone that's sick on today, for those prayer requests, those that needed prayer for their sons and daughters, those that haven't came into the fold, God, there's people that are missing in action. M-I-A. God, forgive us. Because when we needed you, you have been there. And now that you need us to show up, we're not showing up as we should. Forgive us, God. We've gotten too busy. Help us, oh God. Help us not to move in the wrong direction at this time, because just up ahead, you said there is yet another shift that is going to take place. Keep watching, saints of God. On this morning, he said, I see some of you all are busy, busy, some working past the midnight hour, as they say, burning the candle at every end. But on today, God said, just as he asked Moses, what are you holding in your hand? What about your talents and your gifts that I gave you? Why haven't you stirred up those gifts? Why are you worried about, I just want to be an entrepreneur? He said, I will protect your business if you protect my business. It's not about our will, but it's about God's will. And that was the whole story of Cain and Abel. God can and he is able. That's the little message in the message. What God can and what he is able to do. In the name of Jesus today, God bless you as you go about your way. Thank you for your listening ear on this morning. Thank you for your patience on today. Thank you, God, for opening our eyes to see another day. Thank you for the breath that we have in our lungs. Thank you for our children, our grandchildren, our sisters and our brothers, our nieces and nephews, our, those that are working in the missionary field, those that are in behind prison walls on this morning. Thank you, God, for all the willing workers 
have worked in Declare Victory, not only in Declare Victory, but our extended ministries and then the extended ministries. God, on this morning, he said, if my people come back to me, I will show them great and mighty things. Come back to your first love and remember your sacrifice. What is your sacrificial offering on today? We don't need our food. It's a food for thought on this morning. God bless you, and may the Lord keep you until we meet again. God bless. Hey, before we go, guys, can we just do a shout-out for our own sister, Bubbly? It's her birthday today. It's Deborah. So we want to just let her know she's loved, and we thank God for another year of life. And I think she's 65. I'm telling her business, so she'll listen to this later. So happy birthday, sis. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, sister. God bless you. Happy birthday, Bubbly. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, family. Do. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Hey, hey. It's a birthday. Hey, hey. Yes, Happy birthday. 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 Happy Love God you. Bless. Have a good day, y'all. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you. Yvonne, I hear you back there today. Good morning. Good morning.
This conference has reached its maximum duration and will end in one minute.